So this week on the pod, um, I interview Mrs. Jennifer Kevern, and she is currently my principal that I work for um, at Trail Ridge. And um, even though I've been in the building two years, um, last year it was an adjustment, um, getting acclimated to the building, the staff. This year I feel right at home, and um, a lot of it has to do with how Jennifer approaches her leadership. And so I wanted to get her on the podcast and just have a conversation with her about that. Um, This episode is a little bit short. Um, She had a principal's meeting on the day we scheduled this podcast interview. And as much as I wanted to um, push it back and have more time, we had already adjusted the times and dates a few times. And so I know how busy she gets, and um, I was willing to take anything I could get. So I hope you guys enjoy the conversation, and uh, I'm looking to have a few more guests on here shortly. All right. Okay. So just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your past experiences in education. Well, um, let's see, this is my 24th year in education. Next year will be 25, so that's exciting. Wow. Yes, and it's all been here in Lee Summit. So started, uh, didn't have a job coming out of college. It was July, I was getting nervous, and I called Dave Bolden, if you know Dave Book, Mr. Bolden. Yes. And he had been a teacher where I did my student teaching. So he was um, not my cooperating teacher, but a teacher um, in the same grade level. And I said, I don't have a job. And he had just gotten an assistant principal job here in Lee Summit and said, I think we have some last minute openings. And so uh, I, I got a phone call like within minutes. I had an interview by the next day and I had a job the day after that. So I had 25 fifth graders in a trailer, mobile classroom, over at Hazel Grove, old Hazel Grove, and then moved and spent about 10 years at Highland Park as a teacher. I taught third grade and fourth grade. We looped, so I teach third grade one year and fourth grade the next, and then um, also fifth grade at Highland Park. And then I moved here to Trail Ridge. I was... I had my administrative degree and there was a brand new principal at um, Highland Park, which is now Jody Millette, and couldn't do my student teaching with her for, I guess it's not really student teaching, whatever, even my internship. So I uh, came here and was a teacher here in fifth and both, both fifth and sixth grade, and then uh, had an opportunity to be assistant principal. So pretty exciting. Nice. Yeah. So you have, um, you have a lot of years teaching, which is, um, I haven't interviewed somebody. Yeah. That has that many years. Um, so I'm kind of wondering, um, what made you decide to want to take that leap of faith and go into administration? Because I know what you guys do, um, is not easy and it's very time consuming. So, um, what made you want to do that? I actually didn't ever think that I would do it. I I loved teaching and thought that I would be a teacher forever. 
but needed my master's degree and thought, well, what if, what if there's a moment in time where I want to do something else? And I loved professional development. So I was like you, one of the teachers that, that were on committees and did extra work and, and just really had a heart for helping people. And so I liked big people as much as I liked little people. And um, really, like I said, I, I thought it would be a good degree to have. I had, I was doing other things that were along the lines of leading adults. And so it just, I thought it would be a perfect education. I didn't think I would take this job ever. And just one thing led to another and the position was open here. I didn't even get my certificate. So the job opened here. My principal at the time, Marcia Sutton said, uh, this job is opening and you need to take it. You, you need to interview for this. And I said, I'm not ready. I don't have a certificate. And, and then I also didn't want to do anything like that while my kids were little. So my littlest one at the time, Joey, was moving to middle school at, at that same moment in time. So every the stars just aligned, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. I, I love it. I, I love my job and brings me great joy every single day. So I'm glad I, I'm glad in the past I somehow had the urge to, to get the degree. Yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. And that actually leads nicely into my, um, my next question, which is um, what do you find rewarding being the leader of our building? Because this, this building is, uh, I think I told you the other day, um, you know, when I was at Longview, Col- Ryan was a big culture guy, and I feel like um, this building has the same kind of positive, happy-go-lucky, everybody works hard in a supportive kind of culture. And so I'm wondering, um, yeah, just kind of what what your what what excites you and what you're most proud about being a principal and that kind of thing, especially at Trail Ridge. This is such a great school. You know, I mean, the people are just good people and families are good families and and everybody has hard times, but um, the people here make me want to work hard for them. And I just feel like, you know that I'm a helper, that my Enneagram 2, it feeds my soul when I can help. And people here want help. They want, they... They want to help others. They want to accept help from you. And that's very satisfying to me, I think. Nice. Um, I think the, the next question I have for you relates to um, how, I mean, being a classroom teacher, you're everything to that group of kids you have. You're like the lifeline to the school, I guess you could say. Um, being a principal, um, how do you, how are you still able to connect to the kids? Cause it's a different role, right? So it is a different role. I think, you know, you find that, you know, some kids really, really well and others, you see a, a student walk down the hall, especially after our boundary change and then pandemic, uh, you walk in the hall and you're like, okay, is that student new? I don't think I've ever seen that student before. And and so I think, you know, that 
like I said, there's some that you can really serve today. I was with a student most off and on all day and, and built a plan for her. Uh, I was cutting out space creatures just a little while ago and gluing them onto a paint stick. So for as an incentive for her to, to reach every day. So there's, there's students that you, that you get to be really close to and then there's students that you just see once in a while. I had a student uh, come in and tell me that she reached an academic goal and we called her dad to celebrate together on the phone. Nice. So, you know, there's moments like that. And then there's, you know, there's also moments where a kid is struggling. And so you spend a lot of time with them that way. I got to talk to a girl today who was interviewed by the district uh, for her role in broadcasting club and just touch base with her and let her know that they were taking her picture tomorrow morning and nice. to make sure she was dressed up and ready to go for her picture. But, um, it's not as much discipline as you'd think. We don't split discipline between the assistant principal and myself. So I'm, we're both involved in all of that together. And so sometimes it's discipline, but I would not say most of my student interaction is discipline. So that's really nice. I never wanted to do that. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part of working in education, right? Is that whole piece. Um, I know, I know your job is stressful. I know it's not the typical eight to five because you have to take it home with you. So I'm curious to know, what do you do to sort of unwind and relax and try to get out of that role? <laughs> Cause I know I've texted you on the weekends and so it's a 24 hour seven job for you guys. I, I love cooking. And so that is something, um, I'll go home and my husband will say, um, you look tired, should we eat out? And it's the opposite. So cooking kind of um, soothes my soul a little bit. And again, I'm helping others, like I'm serving others that way. And so I feel like it balances my, I've done service to staff and now I'm doing service to my family in some way. So I really like uh, cooking and along with cooking comes wine because that will always help ease your soul. Yes. So a little bit in the food and a little bit in my glass. So. That's yeah. one way. And I just, I think spending time with family, talking to family. I talk to my mom every single day. Uh, I call her on my way to work. I'm, a, I'm her alarm clock. Nice. And so I, you know, I'm super close to her too. And, and I think those relationships are, are those just outside relationships, whatever you're doing with them, shopping or, or gardening or um, talking about a book that you've read together. It, it's just that connection yeah that, that refuels me a little bit yeah um thanks for sharing that that's awesome i did not know that about you um so the last question i have is more of like uh you know imagine yourself sitting across from someone that's thinking about going to, into education um what would you tell them about their journey of an educator it's different for everyone there's highs and lows um there's excitement every august where you just can't wait and then there's moments in march every single year where you're like could i be doing something else or should i be doing something else or when do i get to retire you know there's mo everybody has those moments i i've had them as a teacher i had them as a teacher especially that you have those tough times where you're where you're not sure and it's not always perfect and it's very very messy 
but it is full of love and gratification beyond what anybody could expect. Yes, I, uh, my friends and family and stuff that aren't teachers, I'm like, we are the only profession where it's like starting a business every year over because every year it's like something different. You have a different set of kids, you have a different set of dynamics and then you close it down at the end of the year and it's like you start it up again two months later. So yeah, I like that. Um, I know you have a meeting and so I don't want to keep you too long. I want to make sure you have time. Um, and I've asked you some, some questions, but uh, I always leave the last question for the people that I bring on just for you to ask me anything because I know I've put you in a position to ask you a lot of stuff and so I don't know if there's anything that you're dying to ask me or want to know but uh, this is sort of your moment to do so. Yeah. Well you asked me about my journey and, and and what what advice you would have for someone coming into education so what would yours be? That is a really good question. Um, you came up with it Rick. I know I've never really, I've never really actually pondered it. Um, for me, what I would say, first and foremost, if you were thinking about getting into education, um, probably my two things I would share is, is one, you, you have to love kids. If you don't love kids, you're going to go home miserable every day. And what I mean by that is you have to love, you know, your, your prim and proper kids that are going to do everything that you ask them, but you also have to love your kids that are going to challenge you and make your life miserable sometimes um, and then the second thing I would say is um, it's not your cookie cutter eight to three job and you're gonna spend a lot of hours outside of school dreaming and thinking and trying to be awesome and not for yourself but you're gonna try to be awesome for them because if you're not prepared to deliver for them um, I think kids are really good at picking up whether someone's authentic or not. Um, you know, and in my class, not, I'm not every day delivering the best content, but I think at the end of the day, my kids know that I'm passionate about what I do. And I think they know, um, that I support their dreams and I want them to accomplish everything that they want in life. And so, um, that, that's probably what I would share is, you know, you have to love kids first and foremost and all kids and, you have to be willing to spend some time outside of the classroom because it's not, oh, it's four o'clock, I get to go home. It's more like nine o'clock is when your job's done. <laughs> and so. Um, your love for kids really shows, Rick. Thank it you. It really shows, and they know it. And they remember it because I just had Keyshawn through the grapevine ask about you. Oh, that's sweet. He did email me at the beginning of the year. So. Yeah, he's thinking about you. Good. And they never forget. They never forget the people that love them for who they are. You know, and I would say that might be a third thing I share with somebody is, you know, you might do this job 30 years. And out of that 30 years, you might have one or two kids that come back years later and tell you that. And so it's a, it's a selfless job and that no one's going to pat you at the, on your back at the end when those kids leave your room, you know, or whatever the situation is. And so... Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and you know what I found is it's not the kids you thought that you impacted that come back to you. I'm always, like, shocked that someone has reached out through Facebook or email that I didn't even know what I did for them. 
it's the, it's the really hard kids that I remember. And I'm like, I wonder what they're doing. And I wonder why they haven't reached out to let me know they're okay. Or that they, you know, it's not always them. It's, it's someone that, that came in to school mid-year or someone that you had no idea you impacted. Right. And that's really special. Right, right. Well, I know you have a meeting to get to. And so I just want to say thank you, Jennifer, for taking the time and uh, doing this with me. I really appreciate it. Good luck. It's fun to know more about you. All right. Thank you. Okay. I'll see you. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.